I'm Lynette White. And I'm Dr. Renee Bryant. And we're your hosts for the Ed Branding Podcast. Which is all about amplifying connections, voices, and stories in education. And if you haven't already, follow the Ed Branding Podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you know when our episodes drop. And drum roll. <laughs> now we have the Ed Branding channel on YouTube. So please like and subscribe. Thank you. For our third episode of the Ed Branding Podcast, we are so excited to have Jerry Almendares on to join us. Jerry Almendares is currently the superintendent of schools for Santa Ana Unified School District, the 11th largest school district in California with about 40,000 students. He is a super innovative leader, allied to women, one of my mentors, and so much more. Welcome, Jerry, to the podcast. Hello, Superintendent Almendares, a.k.a. Jerry. We are so excited to have you with us. Will you please, I'm sure everyone knows you, but will you please just humor us and introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, no, my name is Jerry Almendares, Superintendent, Santa Ana Unified School District, and I've been in education for about 28 years, the last 13 as superintendent. And where have you been before Santa Ana? So previously, I was in Colton Joint Unified School District in the Inland Empire for about 25 years. Uh, there I served as a, uh, it's a, actually the district that I graduated from, but I had the privilege and honor of serving as a, as a teacher, a, a middle school and high school teacher, and then became an assistant principal, a principal, and then worked my way up to the district office through the director of human resources and then the assistant superintendent of human resources and then the superintendency where I served 10 years in, in Colton. Awesome. So Jerry Almendares, I'm so excited to chat with you. For those of you who haven't heard me speak in the past few years, Jerry is my super mentor and really is the person who believed in me the most. He pushed me to do all I've done and I'm forever grateful. And that's like how I start everything when I talk about Jerry. It's all the things. So I'm excited to finally get the chance to amplify his voice for a change. So let's get started. Uh, Renee's brand is connection and my brand is tell your story. In one word or a short phrase, what would you say your brand is and why? Uh, me? Yeah, Jerry, you. So I think my brand is just, um, you know, doing my best. It's it's actually transitioned over the years, but right now it's leading with social influence. And nice. No, what does that mean for you, leading with social influence? Well, Like if you were to describe it. So, you know, I've been on social media for quite some time and actually I had a, a, a an aha moment when I first became superintendent, very young in my superintendency, attending a state conference with, with a room of about five to 600 superintend- sitting uh, superintendents. And there was a keynote speaker there talking about social media. And at that time, it was fairly new to the market. You know, people were uh, curious about it. And so the, the keynote asked the superintendents in the room to raise their hand. And I was sitting at a table with a bunch of senior superintendents, uh, senior and and work, um, not age, but you know, a bunch of veteran <laughs> superintendents. And uh, I was the only one at my table that did not raise their hand. And I thought, wow, that was a really, that was a signal to me saying, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly new superintendent. I'm, a, I'm in, young in my career in the superintendency and these people are on it. it I better start paying attention. And so what I did is I started to uh, get accounts, log on to the accounts and just follow people for a period of time until I was comfortable enough to begin to post. And as I did post, 
over time, the past 13 years, I realized the value of the content that you're pushing out. And it started out with just sharing my story and telling my story. And it and it it's ending up to be more intentional, more focused with our board priorities, our community priorities, more tactical in the approach to really get the message out and to really sell ourselves um, professionally and as a district to our community and to, to the world. Oh, perfect. That leads perfectly into the next question. So when I first met you, it was during Dr. Uh, Marguerite Williams' AXA How Women Lead uh, book study in 2019, before the pandemic, before there were a lot of virtual book studies. And you were a guest speaker for all of us ladies to learn from, really learned so much from you. And you spoke then about the importance of telling your story and the use of social media. So in your role as superintendent, how have you how do you feel like you've mobilized your scholars, your staff, families, community to use branding and social media to amplify connections, voices, and stories? So I think, you know, the, the important thing for me as a superintendent is really to um, surround yourself with amazing people. And when I got to, you know, I felt like I did a pretty good job in Colton. And then I left and came to Santa Ana. And when I got there, I quickly realized that the level of social media engagement that the, that Santa Ana had wasn't what I was used to in Colton. And so I was looking for early adopters. I would look. I was looking for um, ambassadors at that point, especially in my office, because the job of the superintendency is so crazy that you know I need help with that. And so when I walked in and and started to work with the ladies, I asked um, if anybody would be willing to help. And lo and behold, Lynette White raised her hand and said, you know, I can help you. And so, you know, the, 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 the leverage that I think Lynette brought to my leadership in Santa Ana really took the district to another level in her creation of the brand ambassador program. And, um, you know, it, it, it is, uh, she went, she said, I'll go to some trainings, you know, I wanted to build her capacity and make sure that she was knowledgeable in the emerging trends and how to work the platforms because I wasn't that good at it and I needed help. And so she off took, took me up in that opportunity, got some training. <clears throat> and then as she attended various workshops, she began to generate all kinds of ideas. And I'm a big and firm believer in supporting your people who have ideas and, and experimenting and then you know learning from your successes, but also learning from your failures. And this brand ambassador program was so popular in the district. There was a, I got a sense that people were craving the opportunity to tell their stories. And Lynette being the wonderful personality that she is, it, it, when she walks in a room, people gravitate towards her. And so she had, uh, when she would go out and visit with me at school sites and take pictures, it was a, it was a sense of energy out there. And so her excitement sparked other excitement. And so all I did was reinforce the importance of that. And so as time went on, our band ambassadors started with just a few uh, district employees and expanded to approximately over 80. Uh, and that's because of the relationships that were built at the school sites and the value of the content that we were pushing out that people were saying, hey, I want to, we're doing this. Let me show you what's going on. Show me, tag me, invite me. <clears throat> and so that's eventually what happened is we would get, uh, DM'd uh, through our social media platforms. And the hard part about that was, um, you know, as a superintendent, not being able to tell your executive assistants, hey, I got this invitation at this time. All of a sudden you get 
you get cross calendared and people are saying, where's he at? Or how come he's not here? Well, you know, I got caught up in that, but it was an, it was a good stress because it was excitement about the work that was being done and it was intentional, you know, the message that we were sending out. Yeah, it was, that was very cool because you definitely came in with like, we're going to do this social media thing. And you're right. Everybody was hungry and they were thirsty for it. And so when they would invite him places, they were like, Hey, where's this guy at? I really want him to come to, you know, our classroom. And when he did show up, you know, the staff was excited. The students were excited. And um, he really modeled something that I've taken to, you know, my pre- my next two districts that I went to, which was Colton and now here in Banning. Uh, Banning is kind of the same thing. They're kind of using social media, but they, I don't think really got uh, the complete story of like how you can really utilize it to, you know, push all the great things out that are going on. But now they're kind of getting that. We're like, oh, if I invite her, she comes and then she talks about it. So I really want to do that. So I can see the uptick and just modeling what Jerry did here and uh, people want it. People want to do it. They want to use it. They want to talk about the awesome things in the district. And, um, and, go ahead. I'll tell you this, Renee, um, COVID really elevated the use of social media. This is where the leading with social influence really kicked in for me it, when I really understand the, stood the value of it. Because I get to a new district, three months later, COVID hits, and I'm an extrovert, right? I like I need to be around people, or I need to engage people. All of all of a sudden, overnight, that was taken away from me. And so, how can I start to engage the community and get to know the community when everybody's on lockdown? Well, that's when I started to embrace the social media platforms. We pulled approximately 80 community. We invited 80 community leaders together to have a discussion about. What, what do we want to look like when we come out? Seven months of that discussion uh, created our graduate profile. But during that time, I had a number of community members, very high profile leaders in the, in the community, uh, make a comment more than once saying, Jerry, don't waste my time. You know, don't, don't keep me here for seven months, four hours, uh, you know, every other week, and then create a product that sits on a shelf. And so that kept playing over and over like a recording in my mind. And so when we got done with the graduate profile and we were beginning to roll it out, my challenge was, okay, how do I let our community partners know that we're still continuing the work? And that's when I thought, okay, we're going to create a hashtag SAUSD graduate profile. We're going to tell our brand ambassadors, here are the board priorities, here are the things that we want you to look for within those board priorities. Anytime you see this happening on your campus, push it out with a hashtag SAUSD graduate profile, told our principals. And so that's kind of the alignment work. It got so um, so positive at, at one point where when I would go and engage our community at parent meetings, some of the parents would come up to me and say, hey, how come how come I know what's going on at, a, you know, at these five other sites, but I have no idea what's going on at my child's site? And I thought, ooh, this is a health, healthy competition, right? And so I said, you know what, I am so sorry, let me look into this. So then I would go back and talk to the principal and say, hey, you know, you got to do a better job telling your story because the community is telling it for you. And right now they don't, you know, it's not good. They don't know what's going on. And so that's kind of the leading part, the leading with social influence part. And people, it's really hard for people to really wrap around that because some people, the the responses I get, well, I don't want to brag. Well, it's not about posting pictures of you and showing here, look at me. It's about 
posting pictures and complimenting the work that your staff is doing, the, highlighting the successes that the kids are having. Yes, people want to know the principal. Yes, people want to know who the superintendent are. Work in a few of those personal uh, photos in. You know, talk a little bit about your family. Talk a little bit about going on vacation. But 90% of the content needs to be about your people, your community. And so that's, that's again, circling back to leading with social influence. See, now does everybody hear why this was like the ultimate mentor for me? He taught me the way and... Uh, but it's so true. It's so true that uh, that's the comment that I get most when I come in and I'm like, well, we're going to do social media. We're going to tell our story. People are like, but I don't want to brag. I don't want to, you know, I don't want people to be thinking that it's all about me, but it's not all about you. It's all about your school site, your students, you know, the district. It's talking about all that positive stuff and and uh, what doing that will do for your community in the future. Um, the, the other go ahead. The other thing that is important for us to reflect on is, you know, I'm, I'm a different generation <clears throat> and I am a superintendent of a large urban district who's making decisions today that will impact students and families 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So it is my responsibility to understand the space that people are in, the younger generation is in, so I can make the decisions that are good for them, not necessarily good for me or my generation. And so it is our responsibility to understand the different platforms. It's our responsibility to realize that board members are getting younger. Teachers are getting younger. Um, students, you know, they're, they're young. My, my wife says, well, you're getting older, Jerry. Everybody's this. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but, the, but, the point, but the point is, is that we have to constantly be reflecting on our practices and making sure that that the practices that we embody in our districts and our classrooms are relevant to the students and to society of today. Because often I find myself in these spaces and with groups of superintendents and colleagues from across the country, we're talking about the same problems, um, the same agenda with the same solutions that we've always attempted to try. And the reality of the situation is those solutions haven't worked in the past 50 years. What makes us think if we throw more, more money at it, if we hire more staff, if we get a better curriculum, we just have to think differently. And by being on these various social media platforms, that creates an enormous space and opportunities for me to learn from people like that I call reverse mentors that are that are posting these pretty cool and innovative things and experiences that I have a tendency to gravitate to. I don't always stick to them, but I, ooh, this looks good. And one example is the Web 3.0 conversation that you know we've begun in Santa Ana Unified School District, in addition to the AI conversation. <clears throat> and that's really uh, more relevant. And so, you know, that's where I learned it. I learned, I, I learned about Chat GPT on TikTok. And then I started to explore and I'm like, what is this? And then I reached out to a couple of my reverse mentors, some of the researchers that I've kept in touch with a long time. And I, and I asked them and they're like, yeah, we're trying to figure it out too, but check it out, check out what it does. And these people were all friends and colleagues through social media, uh, my social media presence. Yeah. I remember getting those texts from you like months before it was on Twitter, like months before people were actually talking about it. Like, Hey, do you know what this is? I was like, Jerry always knows everything that's going on. <laughs> okay. So at this point, you're a super experienced superintendent and have been in education for many years. What advice would you give someone starting their educational leadership journey or even preparing to start it? So 
That's a tough question. The decisions I make today, 13 years in, and are different than the decisions I made two years in as superintendent, especially in the political environment that currently exists. Um, but the advice I would give is um, you can't do this job alone as much as we'd like to think, you know, we know what we're doing. We, we don't always know what we're doing and we, all, we don't always know the right way to do it. So I would say tap on somebody's shoulder, find a mentor, a mentee. They don't have to be older than you, somebody that has come before you. I have a, a number of what I call reverse mentors in addition to mentors that have been superintendents, sitting superintendents before. And I, I have multiple conversations about the same topic and, and get ref, reflect on the comments that are shared with me and then do my best to calibrate and make the decision that's going to be best for me and my, uh, my district. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not so good. But, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, the important thing is just to learn from those mistakes. And then the other thing is to pace yourself because we get we get so caught up in trying to help others that we very often and very frequently forget about taking care of us. And if we're not taking care of us, then we're not going to take be able to take care of anybody. Very important advice. Pace yourself, everyone. Did you hear that? Take a note. Take a note right now. All right. So uh, this is one of my last questions for you, Jerry. And um, we know you're super intentional with your use of social media. So I wondered in times like the pandemic, uh, maybe during controversies, contentious negotiations, how do you feel like the use of social media and branding has actually helped during those times? Well, it, it, it it's you get the best of both worlds, unfortunately. Um, but be, because I've been on it for such a long time and because people really see the content that is being pushed out on my end, they, they have a good sense of my value system and they have a good sense of, you know, the community I serve and, the, and how and why I make decisions. Because I am intentional about the content that is being pushed out, because I am somewhat faithful in making sure I get posts out on a pretty consistent basis. But then again, this is like over 13 years that I've been doing this. Because of that, I think when times are good, um, you know, I think the the positive comments are, they're not as, people don't always tell you, hey, I love it, you're doing a great job. They're, they're liking or just thumbs up in whatever it is, just kind of like patting you on the shoulder. Um, when times are bad, people will let you know it and they'll beat you up. And, you know, I've learned a couple of very hard lessons the past five years. Uh, there was a couple more recently in Santa Ana. And um, it's really, um, it really tugs at your soul. I mean, it's hard to not to take it personal. And it's hard not to read all of the posts and not to respond to all the posts. I do recommend not responding. If you do respond, then go through the communications department and respond as a district. I tell my people, let's don't get emotional. Let's be rational. Let's make a rational decision, not an emotional decision, because the emotional decision can get us in trouble. And then do our best to just know deep down inside that the comments that are being made, a lot of them aren't even from people in our county. They're from other parts of the country and other parts of the world that we just have to know that we're doing the right thing for the right reasons. We can't control the other person's narrative but we're going to keep pushing through this. And I think with the right support network, um, you can do anything. And, you know, just know that with social media presence, if you have a public presence, I'm sorry, if you have a professional presence, then, you know, you're going to be experiencing those cha challenges. 
And it's important to have a, a professional presence because, you know, 80, more than 85% of adults, their primary source of information is on social media. And that was, that research was about six years ago. It's probably even more now. And so you have children being born that don't know anything other than AI, right? And app and all of these devices, they were born with devices in their hands. That's the new normal for us. And so we have to learn how to use it in a positive way and be able to navigate it in order to uh, make sure that we effectively communicate and lead. This is a global society. We have never been more interdependent than ever before than now in, in mankind. And so we are, um, you know, respond, it is our responsibility to make sure we show the world what we're doing and what our kids can do. That's great. Well, thank you for your time, Jerry. Um, you know, with all your knowledge, we could do like three episodes of this, but is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners that you didn't get to already? No, I just, uh, I just want to say, I am so proud of you two ladies. Um, you know, I have, you. Watched, I have watched you grow and, you know, I, I appreciate the comments and the kind words, but you guys are doing all the work and, uh, it just makes me smile every time I see, uh, people that I know, um, thrive in, in the work that they do. And I, it, it, it's special because I know they're good people with great hearts and good intentions. So I, uh, I just love the work that you guys do. Thank you for making me part of this, uh, uh, podcast. And I look forward to the years to come to see what other amazing things you two are going to be up to. And I can hardly wait to that book for the book to come out so I can read it. Thank you, Thank you so much. Oh, Lynette, that was amazing. It was so awesome to spend that time with Superintendent Jerry Almondaris from Santa Ana Unified School District. And I don't know if everyone knows this, but he is actually a part of our origin story. He is the one who brought us together because he made you, you were his executive assistant, and then he made you uh, in charge of communications and basically a PIO of Santa Ana. And uh, then that's how I got to know you is for all that amazing work that you did there. So I'm just, I'll be forever grateful to him. He's such an innovative superintendent. So I'm grateful for that is, you know, sponsorship, mentorship, and just modeling the way for all of us and how supportive he is of women in leadership. Clap, clap. Uh, but yes, forever grateful to him uh, for his example uh, in branding the use of social media as a superintendent and most importantly, connecting us together, Lynette. I know for sure. And we mentioned in the first episode, the odd couple, but it's so funny because uh, because of him and he, you know, was always like, make sure that you follow Renee. She does awesome stuff. So he did, we started, you know, DMing each other. We started collaborating early on and without that push and that, you know, him also amplifying me and who I was and, you know, sharing his circle of people with me, uh, this would have never happened. We would have never, <laughs> never gotten together and said, Hey, let's write a book. <laughs> But uh, Jerry, all I can say about Jerry Almendarez is, uh, you know, life-changing leader to have worked under his leadership was absolutely incredible. It completely changed my life, transformed my career. Um, you know, all the things that everybody says about him are a hundred percent true. And that's so rare now where you actually, you know, what you see is what you get with a person and that, you know, person truly wants you to survive, thrive and be everything that you can be. So 
this interview is so full circle for me because he has spent so much time amplifying me and who I am to actually get to amplify his voice for a change was really cool. It was an awesome moment. So I'm super excited. Very, very, very excited. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, once again, just to remind everyone, listen on all of the available platforms for our podcast here, the Ed Branding Podcast. And then also um, we have our YouTube, just a reminder, our YouTube channel, uh, the Ed Branding uh, channel. So uh, like, follow, subscribe, all those things that we're supposed to do. So uh, what do we say, Lynette? Hashtag tell your story. Hashtag be a connector. Game also hashtag the Ed Browning podcast. Game boss, game boss, all the things you say. All That's all. Okay. Thank you for time. tuning in. When the guest, the next guest is a mystery. It's a mystery. You're just gonna have to wait to find out. All right. <laughs>